Hey, we're back again. Again. Week five. I know. I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep counting off weeks until it just stops. Let's can we old. call this one Cinco de Mayo? This is Cinco de Mayo. This is Cinco Podcast de Mayo. Uh, I'm Trevin McGee. This is Trey Hawk. We are here again in the Alamo Draft House, a veritable cathedral of film. And we're here today to talk about movies, about local movies, about national movies, pretty much any kind of any kind of movie thing we can talk about, that's what we're going to talk about. So Trey's got something great to go into. I do, um, but who are our special guests this week? Well, I'll tell you, friends, since okay. you asked. Uh, we're going to have a couple of, of local film operators uh, talking at the same time. We've got Adam Roberts, the uh, co-owner and operator of the Screenland Armor. We've got awesome. Ryan Davis. Um, creative director. Creative yeah. director and programming manager here at the Alamo Draft House. So they're going to talk about their May lineup, tell us uh, what to expect, and it doesn't at all go off the rails into some sort of, you, you know... You almost act as if we do these intros out of order. I just, I'm kind of clairvoyant sometimes, and I would say that the interview sounds very, at least what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, you know, my third, my third eye, is that the conversation takes an almost Hunter S. Thompson detour sure. into deranged Well, I would say that up nonsense. Till, yeah, up till this week, we have I would say been responsible with the guests that we have yeah, had. Yeah, we've on. had some really you know, great guests really that have incredible had great guests. insight and, and been very active in the local film community. Chris Aguirian, mm-hmm. Nathan Roosh, mm-hmm. Tony Laddish, yep. Justin Gardner. Yep. I mean, these are all tapped in, responsible members of the film going, filmmaking, film exhibiting population. That's right. In Kansas City. Um, this is, I would say, this is our most dangerous podcast. Oh. Because when you get Adam and Ryan in the room together, you just... Weird stuff happens. Yeah. Weird. So weird. just be warned. If you put them in the same be room warned. and then put microphones in front of them, you're going to get you're gonna get a lot of... Um, a lot of innuendos is going to go down. Off-color humor. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. So we'll look forward to that. Anyway, let's talk about what you've got right here. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a review for this week, but I do have something. Well, I, got, I, I have a Blu-ray review. I, I am unaccustomed to these. Um, they're so different. I know. They're so, so different. Well, this one is different because I actually already know all of these films. But Toho, uh, for, the, uh, for the 60th anniversary of the original 1954 Godzilla film, mm-hmm. Uh, is re-releasing newly remastered uh, versions of their 90s and early aughts Godzilla films. There were eight of them uh, overall, and they're releasing them all on Blu-ray. So, quick rundown of the films. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, which came out in 1991. Godzilla and Mothra, The Battle for the Earth, 1992. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, 93. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, 94. Space Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Destroya, 95. Godzilla vs. Megajarus, mm-hmm. 2000. Destroya was in Wu Tang Clan, right? He was. He was. Um, and he is nothing to fuck with. Um, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, 2003. And Godzilla Final Wars, 2004. Um, 
the, these You're are a kaiju all fan. I am. It's fair to say that you are a fan of the Japanese giant monster genre known as kaiju. Yeah, I I definitely am. Um, I have very. Wow. She's a fan, She's too. She's totally a fan. Big fan. Um, so, well, I mean, that's the only type of fan in kaiju. That's true. <laughs> Little kaiju uh, humor there. Good one. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it is this one genre that I think has been historically, like at least in the mm-hmm. States, has been misunderstood, that it is its own genre. It has its own sort of cinematic language. Is um, that what draws you to it? That it's What, what draws you to the, the kaiju genre? Because I know so, why I like westerns. Right. Why do you like kaiju? All right, so... I like kaiju because I have often compared kaiju to mm-hmm. musicals. That in musicals, and, and, and the reason why I use this analogy is that people in the States can at least kind of hang on to this one. Sure. So in musicals, people feel something so deeply that they then, just within the constraints of the musical, burst into song. In kaiju, at least once you're past that 1954 Godzilla, because the 1954 Godzilla, I think, is on another plane, mm-hmm. that really um, what uh, what Ishiro Honda wanted to do was he wanted to do a film about the Tokyo firebombing, and Toho wanted their response to King Kong, which had just been re-released. The 1933 film had just been re-released, and so people were still going nuts about it. And so they wanted their response to King Kong. But once you get past that first film and you live in a world, cinematic world, mm-hmm. uh, of, of kaiju where monsters exist and you have an earthquake on the bottom of the ocean, like, oh, it could be an earthquake, sure, but it could be monsters. And I just think that, that like, instilled, like, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, 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 this is good science. It's just monsters. Yeah. Like, because we live in that world. The there science are monsters is sound. Right. They're monsters. Right. They're just monsters. Yeah. A- and I just love the, I love that, um, I-, I-, I love that aspect to it. That there's an arrogance to musicals mm-hmm. that it's just like, I feel things so deeply that I'm just going to burst into song. Right. And there's this kind of naivete, not arrogance, but naivete to kaiju that it's like, oh, we just live where there are the monsters. Like, oh, there was a rumble on the bottom of the ocean. Seismographs are going up. It's monsters. Yeah, yeah. I, and We've I got love, a monster attack. Have I, you guys heard about this? It's happening. I, and I just, I kind of love that. So, so there's that aspect of it, that there are these accepted things that, that from the outside of that world, it just is kind of charming and, and quaint and, 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 and fun. Um, and, and anyway... So I love that about it. That's me personally. But I do think that there is this sort of overtly symbolic um, Very much uh, so. world to it uh, that is allowed in that genre. And a lot of that I, I really I really enjoy. Most of the Mothra films have a very overt environmental message mm-hmm. because Mothra defends the Earth, the not humanity. The very first Godzilla was, was sort of a reaction to it nuclear testing and 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 this is where it goes it was it was it was a response to both the firebombing and then also nuclear war in general and where where it could take us yeah absolutely and so so i've always enjoyed these films i just want to point out a couple of particular highlights okay so so obviously king uh king Ghidorah is always always a uh, uh, 
a pretty exciting one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I am a uh, I particularly am a huge fan of Mothra. So uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah and the Godzilla versus Mo- Mothra two pack, and these are all two packs. Sweet um, is great. I would say that um, the Godzilla versus Destroya two pack just for that film alone is worth purchasing because you get a you get an adversary that starts out at basically just larger than human size mm-hmm. and ends up kind of growing to Godzilla size so at first you have you know humans kind of mounting this actual offensive where it's it's working against this you know this kind of legion of these creatures mm-hmm. And and then and Godzilla's not very good at fighting them. The humans are really effective. And then as the the creature kind of develops and morphs, then all of a sudden it's like Godzilla. And, and this creature is just massive. It makes Godzilla look tiny. That's um, cool. Uh, and then Godzilla Tokyo F- SOS is like this big all-out battle. It's got Mothra. It's got King Ghidorah. It's got Godzilla in it. Um, so, so it's it's of course fun. Final Wars kind of turns things into an anime, like a live action anime, and it's a little goofy. There's a Godzilla core in it where these humans are kind of fighting alongside Godzilla. Ryuhei Kitamura uh, direct that one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'll have to look it up. I but, feel like uh, I, th- I think that's right, but don't. It, it's super that. fun. All of these are super fun, but there are some that are particularly good. The Godzilla versus Destroyer is excellent, um, yeah. and the Godzilla Tokyo SOS is fantastic. Both of those are, are totally worth worth owning. Um, I would say get all of these Blu-rays. They're going to be they're they're a brand new beautiful transfer. Um, you know, like a lot of the Toho uh, Blu-rays. Not a whole lot of special features. You'll get theatrical trailers, but that's right. about it. Um, so I, I have to say I was a little bit disappointed. Do they come with alternative audio or, or uh, not uh, really. subtitle tracks, things no. like that? Yeah. That's actually, I actually like that. Yeah. I'd rather just watch it in Japanese with yeah. subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So uh, not really. But, uh, but yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen seen more special features. The U.S. is a little late to the kaiju party as far as as far as their you know, it's it's not a genre that's highly respected over here. Sure. Um, so Pacific there's not a whole lot of that. investment. Um, so there wasn't really much emphasis or need to do lots of behind the scene footage and stuff like that when they were in the '90s and yeah. you know through '91 through 2004. So. All right. Yeah. Cool. So that's it. I think these these uh, Blu-rays are great. You should get them. Get them all. Yes. Collect them all. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back in a little bit with uh, Adam Roberts and Ryan Davis. Rian Davis. Rian Davis. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we've got two people. 
in the studio today. Like we have a studio. Uh, we got Adam Roberts, Screen Lane Armor, and Ryan Davis from the Alamo Draft House. Thanks for pronouncing it right this time. <laughs> the Alamo Draft House? No, Ryan Davis. I like that. Ryan Davis. Alamo Draft House. Well, I've always referred to you as Rian. Oh, yeah. Rian. I like that. Because your capital Y is confusing in yeah. the name. Yeah, it, it's weird. I didn't know. I didn't know what to unique. do with that. So we just started the month of May. We're two days in. What do you guys have planned at your respected theaters for the month of May? What do you got? Um, you first, Adam. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> I have no. nothing. Uh, one cool thing we're doing, which is not in my. Uh, uh, knowledge base at all. We're showing a, a collection of short anime films called Short Piece. Oh, that's cool. Um, and uh, we're doing that for a couple nights. It's like a touring city thing. Um, and then we're running some weird indies. We have Hate Ship, Love Ship, another IFC movie um, with Kristen Wiig. It's uh, kind of a coming of age for adults. Seems to be a popular thing right now. And then we'll be running Nymphomaniac uh, for probably two weeks. And then we go into summer movie season. Probably same as Ryan does. Yeah. With Godzilla, Neighbors, and X-Men. All the funness. Yeah. Uh, Nymphomaniac parts one and two? Both yeah. parts? Oh. Exhausting four-hour double feature that comes with a, a hand towel and a sweatband. No lube? Nice. No lube. That's no what the lube. Coke's for. <laughs> we marked up all the concessions. That's that awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I, yeah. I am super excited about Nymphomaniac. Uh, especially since somebody referred to it in their review as... Lars von Trier's Fanny and Alexander. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I, I really love the movie. And it's been like uh, the previews and all the advertising I think is pretty different from the actual movie. I mean, it is that, but it's not that. It's, I mean, it's a four-hour movie, and they edit down for a minute and a half, and of course it looks like a porn. But it's been the best uh, week of my life so far, saying uh, porn theater jizz once. And so I get, just keep saying that to everybody. We're, we're doing this jizz once. You know, <laughs> bring it, bring in the, bring the porn it, theater back. It. You see yeah. what I'm doing there? Yeah, no, no, it's no, supposed it. to be a hashtag. Is that oh, on the marquee? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I wish it was on the marquee. Nymphomaniac is on the marquee, <laughs> and I just put it with no dates or anything. Just Nymphomaniac, Nymphomaniac. lives here, <laughs> and then it's gonna be here. Yeah, yeah. Nymphomaniac Anonymous. is here now. Yeah, it's here. here. Come in. Yeah. Phone number below. C U M. Come in. But I'll be at I N N meetings afterwards. Twenty minute rooms. And aren't you aren't you premiering proxy with it? I think. And if then, it's, yeah. I think it's a, if it's proxy nymphomaniac, then and it's, like, it's oh. under the skin too. Yeah, yeah. So it's these super weird, super sexual. That's the best marquee ever. It is yeah. proxy yeah. under the skin and nymphomaniac. So you got just sexy titles all Attention around. Attention freaks. Yeah. <laughs> bring your bring your coats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should. You guys coats. should hand out. Yeah. I, I know. I should sit in the back and just randomly <laughs> squirt people in <laughs> front of me. Just at least like one spray of water, just to fuck with them. <laughs> you got to warm it up. Keep it yeah. next to your keep it next to your body all the time. <laughs> or I should hire like a really heavy set man to do that, and just be like in a tank top, sweating, slowly losing clothes throughout the movie, and then <laughs> s- spray you on do you. The Jack Nicholson Departed thing, where you, you hop up with a dildo out of. Your <laughs> I just rank. need to do that, or just yeah, have just a strap on the whole week, all weekend, just wear yeah. one. While, like I'm, while I'm working, <laughs> just wear a strap on, and then you walk behind that counter like nobody realizes when you're taking the tickets that you have. Until it I just crack into a bunch yeah. of alcohol bottles. Yeah. You, you bring their beer over to them, and you're like, "What? 
Or open it with the dildo. Yeah. Open it with the yeah, open the bottle with the dildo. See, That's it, what it, you need to do. This is dildo so good. We get to like it. see into the creative process. This is what we want to do. We're always like, movie theaters could be so cool if we just yeah. open beer bottles with dildos. Yeah, man, that'd be I, really cool. I I'm would assume this. that they make dildos with with the, a bottle with opener. bottle openers on the end. Yeah, you they should. should. They should. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. I'd wear it I'd all the time. I'd love to see everybody's face as the beer bottle came down and then it came back Clean. up. Or, but I, I always suck it yeah. into my shirt, so I like whip it out of my shirt, yeah. crack it open, and then just flop it on the counter. <laughs> flop the beer on the counter. Just <laughs> throw it down. Let it spill a little. Beer's beer. not important. It's yeah. not. Be and like just, yeah. <clears throat> the coyote ugly of independent cinema. I'm sure they have these for these spring break guys who like promote beer drinking at spring, spring break. break. Yeah, I would imagine it's like, more of like a it'd be like a new age thing for maybe like. A real trendy lesbian who's real yeah. into craft beer and using uh, dildos on people. That, do it. Yeah. Using strap-ons. That gold mine. That, that gold mine. Yeah, the trendy yeah. Uh, lesbian that's into strap-ons and sure. cracking open beers. And she'd be a, like a log cabin Republican, too, or something yeah. along those lines. I think this would be really yeah. good. I That's think we've mustache. got a whole new... Whole new whole like, new you don't have to tape there. that cucumber to the side of your leg anymore. Just wear the strap-on. It's good for multiple things. Cracking yeah. open beers. Does she sit... In Why front of the screen, like a Swiss Army, Army just, like, stares at she you. just stares at you. That's awesome. <laughs> She's like a bouncer. Can we? Can you make this happen? The I don't most know where uncomfortable screening of Nymphomaniac ever. For four hours, a girl with a strap on stares at you, but we'll open your beers for you. Yeah, yeah. no, that's awesome. But I mean, she has to open yeah. them. No one else can open them. Yeah. For yeah. And she stares you dead in the eyes when she does. Yeah. It. Doesn't look at the beer. Just, just right into yeah. your soul. And the entire a time. dead horse. But a really cartoony, but very bloody yeah. dead horse. Yeah. Like but a it, miniature horse. But Orange it smells. Blood. <laughs> I want it to smell. Yeah, no, it'll, it, no, it's a real horse, but it's a cartoon tiny miniature. Are miniature horses real? Yeah. yeah those yeah, exist. Yeah, okay. Those miniature horses. Exist in reality. We'll, we'll have a dead miniature horse. Yeah. I don't know if they're miniature real. Miniature horses like unicorns didn't make the ark. Just yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's real anymore. Like miniature cats. Why do you even need a miniature cat? They're already tiny. Yeah. Miniature. I saw a miniature husky the other day. What? Why? What? I do want a pygmy goat, though. I'm pretty sure they just break their legs, right? Yeah. And they're just like, you will not grow up. Yeah, yeah, that's how they do it. I'm pretty sure. That's sad. I mean, but I still want one. I don't care. A pygmy goat? Yeah. They don't break their legs. Do they break their legs? I think that's how oh, they, they make them many. Their leg. That might not be true. Yeah, I'm going to have to hate those now from now on. It's not, that's not really how it's done. Awesome. But they're still awesome. <laughs> This is actually that's right. a that's a movie I wish we yeah. were showing is a movie about the guys who make miniature animals because they just break their legs. <laughs> Lars Fancher's next documentary. Yeah, Lars Fancher's <laughs> miniatures. Miniatures. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for this. Miniature. Miniatures. Yeah. Miniatures. Oh, one and two. I like that. Miniatures. I can see the poster already. I can. <laughs> it's got it's got a little broken uh, like a horse like a rocking horse <laughs> a little broken rocking horse on it. And doors. And huge doors. A lot of doors. doors. Oh, <laughs> doors. <laughs> Yeah, dwarves. tiny little dwarves. They're broken. Be, be Are cool they broken if, too? If it was a poster though that had doors, but you like had to walk up to it, this open film it already to see exists. the miniatures behind it. And it was called Even Dwarves Started Small. It was by Werner Herzog. Just play it. They, Just he, book they it. There's too many legs. Herzog movies. No, no one's no one can keep the up. The goats were in it. Yeah. The goats are popular now. Wait, it was about breaking. Uh, mini- it was about turning animals into miniature animals. No, it was humans. It was oh, humans. oh, this is like Box and Helena. Uh, not yes. Okay, I'll just say yes. Yes. Just say yes. Like <laughs> All right. Next question. Next yeah. question. <laughs> what are you? What are you showing, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, we, we got a clear and concise description. I don't of think what I said I was showing any movies. <laughs> yeah. I just said it would turn into a porno theater. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna show Big Trouble in Little China. I'm I'm really into that. I'm China. excited about that. 
I'm happy about. I'm that. so into it. I have an entire month of movies, but I'm gonna. I wish you had that. an entire month of Kurt Russell movies. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. Why don't either of you guys do? We that? should. We should do co-branded Russell Mania, where we show. Did nothing. you say Russell Mania? Russell Mania. Oh man, that's awesome. But we have to. Can get... we kidnap him and, and film a documentary of us kidnapping him to do WrestleMania? And yeah. then at the end of WrestleMania, we'll show the live footage. Of course, he died. Yeah. Because we oh, broke man, his legs making, making a minute. Yeah, because you did a bad. I like having the biggest fan party ever to show the documentary that he died. And wheel him out, and he's just yeah, dead. He's dead. Like Weekends at Bernie's. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but weren't we going to get Richard Dreyfus to play to do the reboot of Re- Weekend at Bernie? Yeah, last week we decided on that. Oh, really? That Richard awesome. Dreyfus yeah. would be. That's a good yeah. idea. It's You're going to need idea. a bigger boat for he's that. He's getting crazy yeah. in his old age, right? Oh, well, yeah. He's and we just were going to get Seth insane. Rogen and Channing Tatum to, to like, cart. Oh, Richard to be the Dreyfus. business yeah. guys that used yeah. to work for him? To, to cart Richard Dreyfus around. That. I'd book that I movie. I think it would be great. I think we need. I'd book that movie, but I want to see some. I'm just going to play the studio executive. I want to see some diversity in this movie. Too many white people in the first one. Can we get like a... Instead of Dreyfus, do you want Sinbad? No, no. Don't get crazy. <laughs> Only if he wears the parachute Don't pants. get crazy. I don't want the lead character to be to diversified. What if, one, what if one of the buddies is I'm looking Aziz, at one of the buddies here. Aziz Ansari. Just switch out uh, Seth Rogen for Aziz No one knows what Aziz is saying ever. He talks so fast and loud. Okay. What about uh, Damon Wayans Jr.? He's he's ready for I'm a not, movie. I'm not sure that's just... Not, I'm pretty sure it's just Damon Wayans yeah, but restarting people, his career. You want Donald Glover? Donald Glover, we could do it. We can okay. do Donald Glover. All right. So I'm, I'm done. But yeah. who's who's going to be his Mexican cohort? Cohort. Cohort. Um, Think about it. Al Madrigal. Oh, that's great. That's a great yeah, combination. Donald Glover and Al Madrigal w- with Richard Carrying around Richard Dreyfus. In in the reboot of Weekend at Bernie's, I like this. Love this interest, love interest. I have what? two ideas. Can, uh, uh, Nicholas, <laughs> lo- Nicholas, two love interests. No. Can Nicholas Cage direct it? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Why? We could do that. Why no? Because that'd be huge, man. Uh, I was gonna say from the every movie. Uh, what's he's his name? Uh, he's Nicholas Reifen from Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. It would just be so interesting. Yeah, it'll be like this is amazing. How good would that movie be? Oh man, two love interests. Is he dead? Is he even dead? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Who knows? It's, Who knows? He's the bad guy. <laughs> the or we'll whole get time. Gaspar Noe to do it, and then Ooh. it's like it's like I'm going to go into what Bernie feels. Like that's where. We're oh, going. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. do like we'll that as well. We'll get Gaspar Noe to do it. No, 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 no. We've got to we've got to stick with Reffin. No, I think we should get. Let's just get Steve Gutenberg to direct it. <sighs> He's cheap, guys. Yeah. I think I think you've got to get Paul uh, W S Anderson to Ooh. do it. Oh. And then love interests. I think you need. I think you need Zoe Saldana and Brooklyn Decker. Because, you know, that's what you have to do. They're, they're important. <laughs> I mean, right? that's what, they're important that's what right we're doing. Now. Well, this idea and happens. These, and these are for Bernie's? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We have no, to be no, new no, age. We're already going no, new no, age. No. Um, that's we'll that's why we're diverse. We've no, no. Andy Samberg is a love interest of one of the guys. Oh. Uh, yes. But yes. It's, a, it's, a, yes. it's a joke, like, one-off thing. Like, no, no, no. It's a full-on. Oh, okay. He's the one who he leaves them at home, and they're like on this little Bernie adventure. Can we get Helen Mirren as a former lover of Bernie who doesn't know he's dead? We're like his. Angry no, but we get John Malkovich playing Helen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then it, and then it makes sense as his film. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all, it all gold. Comes back. Yeah. So when are you showing this? Next Tuesday at the Tivoli. <laughs> uh, it'll be a small screening for old people. And people that are mentor. And you've got the film, The Final Member. Yeah. Elmo makes his appearance. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. He's a puppet that's a penis. 
Penis puppet. What is this movie? I, I don't know what yeah, this is. Tell us it's about, about uh, the final member. A it's bit. a penis museum. And, what? Uh, you're a dick house too? Yeah, we, we got dick house too. And this uh, is a, the this sequel is a to the final house. member. Uh, <laughs> this is a draft house film. This yeah, is it's a draft house oh, yeah. film. Yeah. So it's, for, yeah, for May, you guys are both becoming... We're spank banks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, it's a documentary about these guys that want to get into this penis museum as the first human specimen. And and is this a, it's a real documentary. Yeah, it's, yeah it's by get in, legit. they mean their There's penis. There's not a penis in there now? Donated. No, not a human penis. Why is Chamberlain's dick everything, on there? everything... I don't know. That's He's a good dead, question. man. You could have took it. we got to reshoot the documentary now. Change the Dean. Yeah. <laughs> they find Chamberlain's dick in there. Yeah, that sucks. That would suck if it was, like, in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like Walt Disney's head. Someone He's like, I had it all Will along. Chamberlain's dick. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be phenomenal, actually. So, Trey actually saw it. Uh... Did you review it yet? Did that happen? Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, yes. I can't believe this is At a this real point thing. In the podcast. Did I've you reviewed it. Prematurely review it? I may have. Oh, okay. I may have, but I'm not. I'm also not. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think. Like, when is this coming out? Like, oh yeah, no, I've already reviewed. This. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm sorry. we will probably know. I have be already in the past. Too. Yeah, I have already <laughs> in the past. Yeah, probably this. not. Yeah. And I've reviewed it very positive. Awesome. Yeah, I like no. that. It's a good review. Is it a one-off? Uh, no, it's got staying power. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's yeah. taken lots of Viagra. Yeah, it does very legs. well. So, I mean, it's... Trevin has dropped his head, and he's like, I don't know how to deal with these two anymore. Like, honestly, it is... So, this penis museum is in Iceland. Yeah. And, and there, there are three main characters that are, are kind of important in this documentary. There is the guy who almost by accident started this penis museum uh, he found a whale penis it wasn't well what? he did find a whale penis for the museum but a friend of his his of his gave him a bull, bull penis cane and from there <laughs> he started he started collecting penises of the animal kingdom. So this is just it's like pretty the funny, penis cool museum is it, it a guy's was, house. It was. It's like the conjuring, but his room is just penises. <laughs> it was just his collection. It was just his collection. But it grew. But it, it grew until, until he actually started a phallocentric museum. You know, what um, is the name of his museum? It's like the, the, the phall- it's like the phallus museum. Yeah. It literally is. And Cox so, with no balls is what I would call it. So it is. He's like there have been a lot of these documentaries about this like almost mad, passionate guy recently. Like we have Tim Tim's Vermeer, where you're just kind of like, why are you, why exactly are you doing this? Why are you hand grinding your lenses? Why are you doing all of this craziness just to remake a painting? And it's fascinating. You get to see kind of like into like what this person who has you know, all the money in the world and tons of time on their hands choose to do with that time. This guy isn't in quite as, as deep. Well, well, just, he doesn't have, he the surface. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have endless funds, but this has become, I wouldn't imagine dicks cost that much. Well, the final one does. Yeah. The final, but the other thing is the one dick to rule them all. So he has these two guys, one is a famous Icelander. This museum is in Iceland. One is this famous, like, explorer. 
uh, in Iceland, and he's like 95 years old, so he could I go mean, any day. <laughs> he could go any okay, day. so we've been talking about Iceland. All, all I can think about is Bjork? Mighty Ducks 2 oh. and the Icelandic uh, villain. That's all I think about That's this it. entire time. And maybe, I imagine maybe that guy's sleep back here collecting he, dicks. He is the one. And that's yeah. what he did after he <laughs> lost someone's he did. Yes. It's just yeah. horrible. Yeah. You want to just <laughs> something interesting I found out the other day? Uh, <laughs> about Mighty Ducks 2? Yeah. Uh, uh, Keenan. Yeah. Thompson? He can, Keenan he Thompson? Can, he can skate, I guess, like a professional. Like because, oh, he's, yeah. because he's a Mighty Duck. That makes sense. Yeah. I want them to make another one of those movies. They're all of age now. They should play a pro. They yeah. should be all on the ducks. Or they should be parents mm-hmm. of ducks the next all generation. Ducks the final member, too. Yeah. Go see the final member. I'm going to yeah. stop talking about it. It's about three guys. They're all obsessed with dicks in well, one yeah, of the like most fascinating ways. Yeah. One of them gets a tattoo of the American flag on the on tip of dick. their penis. Yeah. Stars and stripes. How much of that tickle? I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah. The conversation between the tattoo artist and him while that's going on is phenomenal. Yeah, that guy... Man, do you have any flyers we can put out for nymphomaniac people for this dick documentary? <laughs> yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got some flyers. I feel like the, we have to. If you like nymphomaniac. <laughs> You'll love if, if the there final was, Check out Because there's the a lot of nymphomaniac. wieners in nymphomaniac. Yeah. yeah. And if you had fun with all those wieners, you want to <laughs> see some other ones from uh, different animals, right? Yeah. 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 Duck dicks. Well, and, and, and you get to see, like, the penis of a 95-year-old man. <laughs> and yeah. a mi- and a middle aged Texan. That'll go well with it when I. <laughs> I'll edit the penis of the ninety five year old man with my Kathy Bates from About Schmidt. I like that. <laughs> and then finally, my porn collection will be done. That's yeah. a documentary I'm making about myself. Oh, <laughs> and, and I will say, and Adam, just to answer your question from before the podcast, yes, the carpets match the drapes. Nice. Wonderful of the ninety five year old man. Wonderful. Yeah, I've been, I've been dying to know for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. The drapes are actually drapes yeah. at that point, man. <laughs> it's like Willie, Willie Nelson's hair. It's just fucking... It's just... Wait, yeah, I don't know. Is that even Willie Nelson's hair anymore? He's, he's bald, it's, right? No, no. It's, he's wearing a wig, right? He's he's still got it. Tell me all the answers. You guys have them. He's still got <laughs> Trevin's it. Trevin's totally given up by now. No. Uh, we what are, else are you doing? We, I mean, the guy did a backflip while having <laughs> sex. He still has hair. I have a funny Willie Nelson story since this has just turned into... I'm just trying to find out what happened in at the uh, album. I'm going to play Fuck. something else. Come on. Nonsense thing. Uh, Wild at Heart, the yeah. X-rated, oh, X-rated international version. version in 35 mm Dude, my, my David Lynch thing went over really well, so I bet it's going to be awesome. Did you hear me drop the mic? I just dropped it. Oh, you said 35. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Inches? Isn't it from... Uh, Iceland. <laughs> isn't it from Iceland? It's no, from it, Iceland. Isn't it a uh, private collection? Isn't yeah, it from uh, the closet of uh, David Lynch. Yeah, which is a terrifying closet, I can yeah. only imagine. It never ends. <laughs> I'm sure it's covered in final members. Oh, my God. Did you see the uh, picture criterion posted today of a young David Lynch and a young John Waters just yes. hanging out in, oh, front yeah. of a, in front of a big boy restaurant? I mean, tell me they didn't have sex oh, were they? before or after that. Yeah. They looked like... They looked like young fresh-faced serial murderers that were like just getting ready to kill their first victim together like that's what they looked when i saw them i was like oh they're gonna go murder someone and like the picture so of like uh francis ford coppola and uh george lucas together and like forever and ever ago american graffiti set yeah and it's the exactly the same the looks on their faces yeah. yeah well lynch lynch looks a little bit like philip seymour hoffman in that picture and then john waters just looks terrible just he does. He looks worse, or, yeah, or arguably worse than yeah. he does now, yeah. which is crazy because he looks horrible. 
Yeah. He's he's a corpse. Yeah. What else are we showing? What else do we have? Uh, Wild at Heart. I'm gonna show Wizard of Oz on Mother's Day for the for the kids. Oh, for the kids. Yeah. Why do you have to do that to me? I would like to see Wizard of Oz. I'm not coming on Mother's Day with the kids. You don't come on Mother's Fine, Day. <laughs> I always come on Mother's Day. No. He won't go anywhere where there's kids. That is true. Trey <laughs> yeah. hates children. He refuses to come on kids. I wish you would just show him Mother's Day. I have to look at the timestamp. Did that so ever get released, the remake of Mother's Day? No, I don't think so. Did you, you, did you guys see you the should, remake of Mother's Day? You should show... It was uh, a Darren Lynn Bo- uh, Bozeman, Boisman, Boisman, the guy who did the Saw movies and Repo. <laughs> I don't think it ever got released. It was fucking not good. You do me that was a horrible story. On Mother's Day? <laughs> show uh cereal mom and give oh we'll show cereal mom when when is mother's day it's on it's a sunday i planned things really well for my it's it's the 11th it's the 11th yeah i could do this yes i will show show cereal mom thank you i will show it i won't make any money on it but i will i will put it on the screen well you can give everybody (laughs) knives and uh you have to wear completely all white i have to do that yeah what what, what's my what about my strap on we can have it's that. past that movie's you out of the theater. I'll right? still be no, I'll still be running. Oh it right, that's right. Holes. That's just a thing now. I forgot. For Mother's Day, I should. What about this? Yeah. Why don't you just show, show Rosemary's Maybe? Cereal Mom. Everybody has to dress in white. I love Cereal Mom. You yeah, hand out everyone. You everyone gets a knife. That's the big like promotion. And you turn out the lights. <laughs> As opposed just, to how I normally show movies, just, <laughs> the lights on. I like your hand motion there and just get it going. Just just board the doors up. Yeah. Block him. Oh. Every every off. time I do a podcast, I get in the car after doing the podcast, and I'm like, "Did I seriously say all that shit? What did we What did we talk about? Yeah, that's on. It, this is going to be on the internet. It's Adam. just forever. It's just words, man. And the yeah, best thing true. is, it's the the juxtaposition of this conversation with like the really genuine. Heartfelt conversation we're gonna have later. It's just gonna yeah. two or three so of these we, movie we ideas we've created are happening. First? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, you guys are. Oh, we. So the show starts real big, and then just people tune out. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, do we have like a cool song that plays us off? Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. It's uh, the What's Gambler the by Kenny Rogers. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you're not gonna play that. I, uh, you're not gonna do that. Are you? <laughs> I am actually. I don't. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I, we don't have I play whatever. Can we I get want. a shitty door song in there? Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean, any, you mean all song? of them? You mean all? <laughs> of them? Or play like three on top of each other? Nice. I mean, it'll yeah. sound good. Great, maybe even. <laughs> it, it wouldn't sound, Actually, uh, it wouldn't sound worse. Back to the remake of uh, Bernie. <laughs> Oliver Stone doing it would be better. Oh, that'd be oh, amazing. Yeah, that would be I want fun. Oliver oh, Stone on Coke to do it. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's back. Yeah. He's, he's back. But I feel like he's clean. The man's back. He's got too much to say if he's clean. Yeah, he's just like his platoon days. He's like trying to. I re- guess a couple days on set, he's he's yeah, back. He's on back it. on it. Yeah. yeah, put somebody crazy on set like Kim Basinger. Can Basin we have or... Sorkin write it? Sorkin write it. Oliver Stone direct it. Um, or or mm. we can get Oliver Stone just to pick up like an old uh, Tarantino script that he never made and just like fucking gut oh, it. Have you guys talked about that? Tarantino doing the angry eight, like, dude. My friend uh, Shelby, she was there. What? The she sent me a picture of them, and she's like, "Am I supposed to do this?" She sent me a picture of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you guys talk about that? Huh? No. Hate well, so converse amongst so yourselves. He, uh, <laughs> so his his latest. He pretty much just said it. Yeah. <laughs> Say it in longer words. Yeah. I like that you guys are like, hey, talk about it. Now we're going to talk over you. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so he his latest script was called The Hateful Eight, right. and he'd only sent it to a handful of people: Bruce Dern, a couple of agents, I think maybe Samuel L. Jackson, just a handful of people, and somebody leaked 
the script to Gawker or a link. A link. Also, Bruce, Bruce Stearns and Ray Fiennes. I don't have a microphone. You took it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you ask about? Ray Fiennes? Ray Fiennes. I thought Ray He's Fiennes dead. Ray Fiennes isn't in the film. He's, he's dead. He's been murdered. He um, no, so he'd only sent it out to a handful of people. And then it got leaked to Gawker. They posted a link to the uh, screenplay. And he got furious and just said, I'm not going to make this movie yeah. now. Well, since then, now, I don't think it's connected to the, uh, the series that um, Jason Reitman's been doing at the... Uh, yeah, it's the Museum of Modern Art in, in Los Angeles, but he's been doing an awesome series with live reads. Um, they just closed the season with The Graduate, and that was uh, great. But Tarantino did a live read with uh, several cast or several people that he would have cast. And the Kurt film. Russell was there. Kurt Russell yeah. was there. Amazing. Um, Kurt Russell has to be like, God damn it, make the movie. Yeah, right. you guys really should. Somebody do a Kurt Russell fest like Lebowski fest, and I bet yeah. you if it went like two years, he'd he'd show up. What else is You'd he doing? You'd have to do it in like a city that's just fucking broke down, like Detroit. You think? So? I feel like Detroit would be real into Kurt Russell fest. We we did it at the Alamo. It was called WrestleMania, and he did not show up. Yeah, but it was one time. Do it two times, and he's like, "Oh, you're right. It was. We I'm needed there. to do it." I think Kurt Russell is like Candyman. You show WrestleMania three times in a row into there. a mirror. Three. He years. also gets younger. The third annual. Every time you do it. He's there. When we did it, Lopan did show up. So oh, David Lopan. That <laughs> <laughs> gave you a seizure. It, it did. <laughs> a blood vessel burst in my brain. <laughs> I've got like seconds. I thought I, thought I could do something interesting on the podcast. So I signed this thing that that this said been pretty interesting so far. That said I can't talk. I'm not about editing Godzilla, out any of it, right? So right. I can't talk about it. So I figured. But I you could, have seen it. I've seen it. I okay. could like mine to you guys what I thought about it. Uh huh. But that's not me actually talking. Right. 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 So you guys could ask me, and then I could mine. So what? What, do you, think what did you think? Of He's taking his shirt off. <laughs> He's stomping around the room. He's jerking off. I can't wait for this movie. That's your best review you've ever done. This, yeah. this that's the how you always do the mime I, in reviews. I don't know. Phenomenal. <laughs> sure, that's an A plus of a mime. That's a, yeah. fantastic. I am I am glad at that that <laughs> mimed result. That's a good one. Um, I can't wait to see that movie. I can't. Yeah. Trey, Trey hates kaiju movies, so I, I yeah. think he doesn't have any. He, he, he really wants to grab the mic right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yep. Well, I just didn't. I didn't see release in that oh. jerking off motion. So. It was happening the whole time, man. <laughs> okay. no, it was just like as was soon shaking. as he touched it, it was nonstop yeah. release. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. Have you started recording yet? No, no, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> yet. That's awesome. I thought I'd get it out of the system, and then we could just go from there. All right, now, now, get on, get on your radio voices. Now we're gonna. I'm gonna count you in. This is the cough count. button right here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have headphones. enough. We don't have enough sound effects in the. Yeah, 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 and slide whistles and stuff. I hate cough buttons. It should be something like that. Yeah. I just noticed the other day when I was on a Fentra, like the buttons are there. They're there. 
Yeah, yeah. like yeah. when I when I go on NPR, they like point them out to me, like here, sir. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on. She's clear throat or, or cough. Or but uh, here are your cough buttons. Like okay, yeah, thanks. And then I go on a Fintra and I I re- I just think that, like this is off the cuff radio. And then I yeah. look down and I'm like, oh shit, they got cough buttons. I don't th- I don't think they actually worked. Yeah. Or I'm too afraid I'll hit it and then I'll forget to undo what I did. Yeah. Or I'll hit another button because there's like three buttons there and some of them aren't labeled. And that just like shuts you off. I don't know. And then. Or nobody, I just out of the chair, I eject myself. It's <laughs> an ejector seat and just launches you out of the building. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably what happened. I, I don't want that. Nobody's ever touched that. It's just, people are stuck in the ceiling. And it's sticky. It is Ugh. sticky. Like on the floor? Or the butt? Everywhere. Too much. Too personal, man. Yeah. You went there. Adam goes there every <laughs> oh, other that's Friday. Right. That's the line. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I crossed that line. Stepped over a line, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right, throw that's this glass down. Everything that he fault. jokes about. With strap-ons, happens. It's happens. not a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's a way of life. It's him trying to get it out to the public to <laughs> accept it. It's a cry for help. It's it not is. a cry for help. I'm looking for business. <laughs> yeah, I will stretch your asshole for you for Whoa. twenty or thirty dollars. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. Even you, on were, the you, were dan- you were dancing <laughs> around it. Crap. Whoa! I didn't want you to come out and say it. I oh, thought, I, I thought. Oh well, wait, are we not reviewing it. Godzilla still? <laughs> That was a line from Godzilla. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, honestly, that's what I thought Ryan was already miming. So Jeez. I thought we'd already gone there. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got nothing else after that was a line from yeah. Godzilla. That's a high note. Let's just end on that. Go see Nymphomaniac. Go see the, the dick movie. <laughs> and WrestleMania. Ru- Go to WrestleMania. <laughs> it might be the same thing. Yeah, I think it is. And then, thanks uh, for having us on, guys. Oh, yeah, Adam, thanks. Adam Roberts, Ryan Davis, Rayon Davis. We will never be back. We're never having you back on our side of the yeah. table. I don't know why you would say that. Like You guys only came on to promote your own things and talked about did dicks a, and fake <laughs> movies for 20 did a horrible minutes. job of promotions. Well, then we figure, like... Like, if we do that, people will go to the website, right? Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Oh, we yeah. didn't give a website. No, that's <laughs> so, so Google us, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twitter.com, figure out the hashtag. Oh, my God. Boom. All right. That's Is that it. how you guys yes. doing? We're done. Yeah, cool. What just happened? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, we're, gonna, never, we're never asking Rain Davis back here <laughs> again. I, if I ever forget where he works, I'm going to have a word yeah. with his boss. Yeah, we're, we're never inviting him back to this podcast at the Alamo where he works again. Oh, he has work here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a sweet show. Thanks a lot for sticking around. I hope you had fun. Uh, we will be back next week with another person. <laughs>